Welcome to another episode and a new year and season of the Lawn Feed Podcast. We are kicking off season three, episode one of our podcast. Welcome aboard with our three hosts, myself, Chris from Opus Mow Time. Alongside me is Vince from Rooted Lawn Co. Howdy. And Andrew from the Dad Bod Lawn, the three the the three-headed horsemen whatever you want to call us uh that is us uh so thank you for tuning in to another awesome episode we're coming fresh off of a about 14 day winter break this is about the 18th take that we've done here so we're just gonna roll with it and you are gonna get what you get um we're a little rusty going into 2024 but we're gonna shake it off just like taylor swift going straight into the new lawn season uh if you don't know us and are still listening through that atrocious intro, we are DIY lawn dads who talk lawn care in a very simplified way, also tied in with parenthood in an environment where all experiences are welcome, all egos are left at the door. You can kiss those goodbye. You're not welcome here. We celebrate successes often and celebrate them with huge rounds of applause. And here there are no failures. We call those little things learning moments, M-O-W-M-E. E N T moments. Get it? Because we're a lawn podcast. Uh, we want to thank our friends over at Twin City Seed for powering this episode and season of the Lawn Feed Podcast. They are fresh off. They're uh, celebrating their 30th anniversary. Twin City Seed offers elite quality and custom blends of grass seed to homeowners, turf professionals, and more. Shipping to all 50 states. Check them out at TwinCitySeed.com and the banner for all of the current specials going on over there and they're coming out with a bang in 2024 as are we they are having their biggest sale of the entire season 20 percent off all turf grass products through the entire month of january and if that's not enough everyone here living in the south half of the country they are adding warm season seed doesn't get which is big so warm season folks you now have a new partner and a new friend. And if you didn't, you know, want to spend the whole Kit Kat and Caboodle on a whole bag of grass seed, 20% off for 31 days. It's pretty, pretty cool. But Plus free shipping if you get that code in the banner as well. True that. So go check them out. TwinCitySeed.com. Thank you, friends, for supporting us and supporting this season of the Lawn Feed Podcast, but we are coming off of a holiday break, so I'm assuming we have some wins and losses to talk about. Let's uh, let's get that rolling. Yeah, so if you guys aren't familiar with our podcast, we are parents first. We're dads, uh, and then we are lawn dads. So we like to uh, kind of call it how it is. You know, parenting isn't all about unicorns and rainbows. Uh, it's about wins and losses and surviving them. So join us in each of these segments where one of us or our guest um, hops on. They get a little vulnerable. They tell us a win. They tell us a loss. Uh, we laugh. We um, have some sympathy, uh, and we get right into it. So, Andrew, I think you have a win and a loss for us, right? I do. Uh, and actually, one of the, the, the win is from today. 
Uh, it's January in Michigan. So naturally my son's outside using his brand new bike that he just got for Christmas because there's no snow. Uh, we haven't had a no snow, snow yet. Um, I'm sure many of you in the United States know what's going on with the weather patterns, but uh, in Michigan, I'm supposed to be covered in snow when I'm not. So uh, we got my son a bike that's too big for him. It's like one of those growing to him bikes. He's always had one of those Strider bikes, never a pedal bike. Well, for Christmas, we got him a red bike. It had to be red with a red bell. Um, <laughs> and so today he wanted to go out and he wanted to try the thing. out. It's got training wheels on him, obviously. Um, his legs are hardly long enough to pedal the thing, you know, because it's just a little too big. Maybe summertime will be perfect for him. But anyways, so today I had him out in the out in the street and he was he got the hang of it. He I no longer had to really steer for him a whole lot or push his back and tell him to keep pedaling. I kind of let go at one point. And he just kept going down the road. And I'm like, this is awesome, right? And my wife and daughter actually went around the whole block walking the dogs. And they met up with us a couple of houses down because we stayed at home just going back and forth. And uh, my wife and I just chatting and kind of admiring him riding. And all of a sudden, he just takes the handlebars and tries to turn. And he doesn't know what turning is. And you're supposed to gradually turn on a bike. And he just goes 90 degrees. And naturally, he just mm-hmm. flings over the handlebars smacks his helmet on the ground that's why kids wear helmets wear your helmets kids parents i don't care they're functional i don't care how uncool they look right and so um he he hit both of his knees he broke his red bell don't worry daddy super glued it we're good we're good he's got a nice uh, mark on his shin but that's actually the win Uh, i just ended with a slight loss there but he ended up getting back up we rode for another 15 minutes he was that's that's the boy in him right it's whatever so the the loss is actually something i've wanted to talk to for like talk about for like two months but we've had guests on the show so i haven't been able to and actually preface this a while back to you guys um so this was well we had snow on the ground so it was october this sometime probably around halloween and uh my kids so every time they kind of get hyper we're like go on the back deck put some boots on the coat go out there and just get some energy out stay on the back deck so we can see you so they were throwing snowballs around, yada, yada. They come inside the house, take their boots off. They're still like roughhousing, throwing toys around the living room. I'm in the kitchen doing dishes, and our kitchen and dining room are right next to each other, kind of a small area. And all of a sudden, I see a snowball go flying and explode onto the dinner table. And I was <laughs> like, and this is like five minutes after being inside. I look at my wife. I go, I go, how is there snow in here? When did they get snow? She's like, I don't know. And we're going over, and I pick up a handful of the snow, and I'm like, what is this? Is this like fake snow? No. Apparently, earlier in the day, my, my when my wife got my son changed in the morning, she took off his wet pull-up diaper that he still wears at night and just and it <laughs> sat on the oh, living room floor. No. That's that all day long snowball. and was still there. And he picked that thing up and whipped it. And when he whipped it, it just like disintegrated, like those little oh, tiny beads that absorb beads. everything. I mean, it was sat there all day, so it was like room temperature. And mm. it was everywhere. And yellow it was snow. like, and it wasn't really yellow. So I was like, I couldn't tell. It looked white to me, maybe a little dirty snow or something because it was all over the floor. And I'm like, what is this? No, it's diapers. So parents, oh. not only are old diapers disgusting, they disintegrate when you kind of get when you whip to them to throw them and they will make a mess and it is not fun to clean up. Turns out. So. Turns out. Yeah. Man. Lesson learned. That, never again. that happened. That the snowball incident never happened, but the uh, discovery of what's inside diapers did after putting mm-hmm. on like a normal diaper on a pool day. Oh yeah, yeah. yep. 
there's and, a reason feel, why they swim diapers. Yeah. <laughs> Learning <laughs> Who knew? Uh, experience for us. Holy I thought it smokes. was a marketing gimmick. but oh. So how long did that take to clean up? Well, luckily it all kind of contained to one central area and it was like all over our linoleum floor in the dining room and like on the dining room table. So it all wiped up really easily and then we just hit it with some disinfectant. So nice. it really wasn't terrible. It, it was more of like a, a, a ha-ha, like what the heck right. just happened kind of situation. We weren't like mad, you know. Like, yeah. Obviously we were like, did you throw a diaper? And he's like, no. We're like, did you? He's like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so I really did. <laughs> But it, I don't know. It, looking back, it's absolutely hilarious. So. Kids, man. Kids, man. And I'm sure mm-hmm. we all, I mean, I'm sure we could have a full episode on dad's wins and losses after our We should do that the best of the best stuff. sometime. Mm. Should. That'd be good. That would be good. But uh, we have a new we have a new season to kick off, boys. Uh, and we're going to talk here a little bit about some grass. And uh, if you're tuning in and your yard sucks, uh, you've tuned into the right episode because we are starting from scratch. Uh, we are going to basically briefly talk about all of the key topics that we're going to hit on this entire year uh, and what to expect going into a lawn season. This is your first time. You kind of have a couple months notice of like what to expect and what to really focus on uh, of, of and, and coming from people that have done it, you know, in, in years previous. So we're going to start going all over. Uh, you know, kind of the, the, that fundamental roadmap of the basics of what you should be focused on in chronological order. Um, and the first thing that we really talk through is what kind of grass types are out there for a cool season um, and, and, and what's out there depending on where you live. So um, let, let's hit on that. Yeah. So as you may know, there's a whole bunch of information out there on grass seed, uh, grass types and all that stuff. Uh, so you have three, generally you have three different zones you can call me the or um, types of grass that you can grow in different regions so you have the cool season which we primarily are going to focus on throughout the year uh, with the exception of some transition zone um, cultivars that can go in like tall fescues and stuff but then you have the warm season so cool season transition zone and then you have your warm season grass which I know Twin City just put out a new line of grass seed, and we'll probably hit on that throughout the year. Um, but for the bulk of what we're going to be talking about, it's cool season, which is Kentucky bluegrass, perennial ryegrass, tall fescue, fine fescue. Um, and then those can all be mixed together into uh, specialty blends, whichever suits you best. So we're going to go over in the upcoming episodes. Uh, probably next week, I think we're starting with uh, Kentucky bluegrass, maybe. We're going to deep dive into these varieties and talk about the pros and cons of each, whether it's good for where you're living, whether it's good for how many inputs you want to have in it, if you have a lot of traffic tolerance and all that stuff. It's just really good fundamental information to know before you go and you buy that bag of grass seed, which, hey, that grass seed could be 20% off. Twin City Seed, which is pretty sweet. So I think uh, you guys are in for a real treat over over the next couple of weeks as we di- uh, dive through the grass seed. Yeah, and once you have a good handle on, you know, what grass is best for you, uh, which you will definitely get out of these episodes that we're going to give you guys, uh, it's, it's now time to take that next step and kind of just think about your entire season and talk about, like, do you plan on doing anything in the spring as far as renovations? Do you want to start fresh with the full renovation, partial renovation? 
any patch repair work from damage over the winter um, or even overseeding. And these are every all the things that we want to get you at your fingertips with these podcasts and just kind of simplify them down and give you what you need to know to give you the tools to go out there and be successful. And there's, there's going to be a ton of questions over time, like, um, when do you plant the grass seed for my area? Uh, when do I start mowing? And when do I start applying fertilizer and fungicides? And how do I prevent this from happening in my lawn? And these are all things that we want to give you. And we want to try to give you this information before you have to actually go out and implement any of these things. So our goal this year is to kind of be mindful of all right, the transition zone down by Tennessee, everything's going to be happening there first. When is everything need to happen for them? And we're going to try to get these episodes to you a little bit in advance so that you can have these things on your mind and go into the season with a plan to get you guys the lawn. New new year, new lawn, right? I think one of the important things to note is like there's so much DIY lawn content like out there of different creators and everything. And until you sift through it, I always felt like I still had questions. I mm-hmm. still mm-hmm. felt like I understood it, but then I'd have to go search something and then I'd feel like the other person just contradicted, contraindicated this guy. And sure. so if you guys have questions, you know, shoot us a DM, shoot us an email. Uh, that way we can make sure we hit on those. But we're going to try and sum up all of our experiences with each topic so you don't have to go and look at other creators and and ask those questions of like, well, this guy says this, what about this? We're going to try and hit it all for you to make it just super simplified. Yeah. And I think to your point too, Vince, it's like, it's, we're always learning too. Right. And I think from like, no, no matter how long you're doing this. And I think that's one thing that's good. That's really cool about this community is we accept the fact that not everybody might not know the answer. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I said that right, but it's just, it, there's no dumb question. So ask them and we will, we will try to answer them. And if we don't know the answers, we're going to find them for you or, or point you in the best direction possible. So uh, that's a really good point. I, I, we don't touch on that enough. Obviously it's in our mission and our core values, but it's like, that's, that's really important to know is that it's not an overnight fix and it takes time too. So um, I, obviously what Andrew just said back there, it, there's a lot to unpack, right? I think you just like, you kind of like, <laughs> hit on something that was like a full season of like projects. Um, and, and, and it kind of depends on what, what you want to tackle and what your goals are, um, going into a season, but inevitably you're going to get like your lawn will get stressed out. Right. And your lawn is going to experience some like bend, but not break. Uh, and, and it might break in in some cases. Um, and if you, and if you've seen your lawn go kind of like completely opposite of where you want it to in like the middle of the season, it it probably has something to do with this dreaded thing called fungus and disease. Mm. Um, that's a thing. Uh, there's a preventative action for it. There is a, uh, there's a reactive, uh, 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 a method to kind of go backwards and, and, and fix everything. But if you don't get out ahead of, of kind of taking care of your lawn and managing the lawn in a way that is proper, if you would, uh, and, and doing everything that you can in your control, uh, fungus is, and disease are, are just going to happen. Um, and they happen to everybody. They happen to the best of the best. And it's not because we necessarily did anything wrong, but you have all of the stars align into a perfect environment where things come up and 
we learn some more to, to Vince's point just there. So uh, that's usually beginning somewhere around like June, July in the heat of the heat of the um, season when we're going to start seeing those things pop up. But there's a lot of things that we can do prior to that um, that we should all have on our radar that will that will prep you guys for as well. Yeah, these now this roadmap might seem a little intimidating, like you said, but like our goal with this podcast is to literally simplify things down to the point where you feel like, wow, th- this is so much easier than I ever thought it, you know, was. You know, we don't want anything to be intimidated. We want you to leave here feeling confident. Go out, make your lawn into what you want it to be. Uh, like Chris said, once you get through the heat of the summer and all the disease pressure is done, we're going to be moving on to fall, which is lawn renovation season for us, which we renovation have season, multiple baby. episodes on already. <laughs> and there's a lot of good information out there, but we're going to touch yeah. on all that again and talk about the timeline of when to do these things. And, uh, and just remember, like, it's your lawn. The worst thing that's going to happen is you're going to kill it on accident, but like odds are you might just be disappointed with your results a little bit. And it's, these are all learning moments as Chris keeps saying. <laughs> and at the end of the day, it's, it's, it's okay. You know, you, you got a family, you got so much more things in this world that are more important to our grass. And we realize that, um, please remember 20% off at twin city seed at twin until the end of uh, January, February, it turns into 15% off until the end of February. So once we start touching on all this grass seed here shortly, you guys will have a good idea of what you may want in your lawn going forward. And now would be a good time to make those purchases to save you guys some money. Uh, but uh, to kind of wrap things up, have you guys had any questions from people so far this off season that like maybe some other the listeners might be having? Definitely. I, I definitely do. Um, my inbox is starting to like, like to your point earlier in the episode, it has not snowed here. I'm in Minnesota and it's like, Andrew, you're in Michigan where you're usually like feet under snow. Mm-hmm. Um, but like people are like, they haven't put away anything yet. And it's like, do we end the season? Do we start the season early? Like what, what are some things that we in January should be focused on for this upcoming lawn season? And should we be doing anything right now? Right. I think like I got super eager because we were like, I just put down a fungicide the other day because it's been mid fifties. It's been raining. I'm starting to see some disease pressure and I'm like, man, do I add some fertilizer to that to kind of help it grow out? But I think in the off season, we just got to remember to stay patient that follow the past couple of years trends. Generally it's cold. Generally it's winter. Generally we don't apply anything like that. We're not mowing the grass uh, when in doubt, look at your soil temp, look at greencast.com. And if your soil temps aren't over 55, don't be applying anything um, because it's it's just not going to do anything for your lawn. You're going to waste money, harm the environment. Just don't do that. So I think the, the key word here is just be patient. Keywords. That's two words, right? Two so words. Carry the be one. Be patient. Be patient. Hang in there. We're all We're all antsy. We all want to do something. Andrew, you, have, you said you had some DMs, right? Yeah, I've been getting questions about soil testing and when to do it. And uh, um, the person that reached out to me is a little bit south to me, so they're a little ahead. But um, I recommend it to them, just wait until you're about a month, two months out from your first application of fertilizer. So for me in Michigan, that's usually late May, early June. So 
I try to do my soil testing here late March. Anytime like the snow goes away and you have a thaw where the ground is soft enough to get the soil um, samples. Poop That's why I like to do it because <laughs> a lot of times uh, fertilizer that stays in your soil can skew your, your results. So like yep. if you just kind of give the entire winter, you're not applying fertilizer, kind of just waiting a little bit longer for everything to clear out of the soil so that you can get the most natural um you know, soil sample results you can possibly get to get you the most accurate results. So that's what I've been recommending to people. And uh, so, yeah. How about you, Chris? And, uh, anything else? No, but I, it's dawned on me that we might have like a lot of first time listeners here. Right. So like just going mm -hmm. into like, so yeah, soil test is cool, but like, why would someone think about doing that at the start of the season? Right. Um, so th that's developing a plan, right? And that's kind of what we're going to be touching on here in, in the coming months here as we get ready for the season is, you know, what fertilizers are going to be best for you? When should you start applying them? How many applications should you be doing? And all these things and like, why does nitrogen matter? Why does phosphorus matter? Why does potassium matter? All these macronutrients, even micronutrients in your lawn, they can all play a factor into having a good lawn and kind of taking your lawn to the next level. Cause I think that's what a lot of people are here to do is kind of just like take one step far, further than a four step program possibly, or even just sure. a four step program or kind of just doing a custom four step program. So that's what we're here to help you guys with. And the soil test is kind of, it's the framework. It's going to give you all the information you need to have a good lawn season as far as doing applications of fertilizer. Yeah. Or and what I think not to just apply. To piggyback off of that is the soil ph if your soil yep. ph is off it doesn't matter what products you're going to be putting down you're not going to see the benefits of of those products in your lawn unless that ph is right in the green zone of where you want it to be um, which we'll get into all of that in a later but uh, i think that's one of the biggest biggest things along with having that foundation of what products you need to buy for the, for the lawn season, which isn't much at the end of the day. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's not. It's not as much as you think it is. That's for sure. Less is more. No doubt. Yeah. It's like running a diagnostic on your engine, right? Kind of tells you what your lawn needs and what it's seeking. Just like if something's wrong with your car, it yeah. will. It's a blood test at the doctor, right? Exactly. Lipid profile or whatever you want to compare it to, but it, 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 We'll just oh, tell lipids. you I'll what's going. I got a diabetic <sighs> law on that Kentucky bluegrass. Thirsty and it's hungry again. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. I'm exactly. gonna keep using it. I love it. I love it. Well, you guys, uh, I'm super pumped up for this year. Um, I think this is going to be one of the most exciting years um, because it hasn't happened yet, and we have no idea what it's going to have. Uh, or, yeah going to happen i should say mm -hmm. um, we have a lot of cool cool things planned and we can't wait to bring you guys along on the journey with us so uh, like andrew and vince have already mentioned www.twincityseed.com 20 percent off through the end of january on all turf grass orders which is amazing that's easily their best offer of the year uh, and the inclusion of warm season grass cultivars in there as well so that is going to do it for this episode episode one of season three of the lawn feed podcast for the quick overview and info that you need for this upcoming season on behalf of all of us thank you for tuning in and we will catch you on the next one bye-bye see you guys